0: Welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, today we are doing a very special, exclusive show talking about the drag shows and how this is impacting the churches around the world and especially around America and why they're targeting Christian churches, not any other churches, only specifically Christians uh, and people of faith. And we see this kind of heinous actions and uh, especially in Europe with the um, the stop oil movement that has uh, put de- defecated through defecation on uh, the mural of the Last Supper. And we see them throwing it on the churches in England. And we also see anti-Semitism uh, creeping into our churches. So mm. why not do this special episode with my good friend and co-host of the show, uh michael Gardner from savage unfiltered how are you doing today buddy
1: i'm doing fine i'm doing fine just had a really really interesting uh conversation with two amazing guests on the show momentarily and uh oh i'm still fired up
0: from that sauce
1: uh, i'm ready to go buddy let's 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 get into this topic
0: <laughs> all righty so what is okay so let's break things down okay what is when you th- when i heard when i told you about this topic what did you think Ah,
1: well, I mean, Sauce, it's it's you really have to get into you know the backdrop of this whole freaking movement, really. And uh, I'm gonna watch my language, folks, because you know Sauce's show is a Christian-based show, and I have respect for that. Uh, but you know, guys, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best here with the language because this issue that Sauce is bringing up uh, touches a lot of hearts across America. And we see it every single day affecting uh, the church. And, you know, it's, listen, Sas, you know, if there's a movement that should occur in this country, okay, oh, whatever. All right. But I draw the line on religion. Yes, folks, I'm not a highly religious man, but I'm a very highly spiritual man. There's a difference. I, Sas, I see this and it's, it's, it's disgusting. It really is. I, I, was, I was watching a video not too long ago uh, with a gentleman uh, that goes by uh, the drag queen or drag king or something like that up in New York City uh, where he's prancing around in his drag attire in a church preaching. Yeah. And I see that, and I'm like, all right. If you're a pastor or a priest or a father or whatever title you decide to call yourself, right? Why are they allowing this, to us? Why are they allowing this in the church? That's my question.
0: So here's so here's some back so here's some connotation to it. Okay, in Wisconsin, under the Biden administration, remember this Inflation Reduction Bill is supposed to help everyone. You know, it's supposed to help you know uh, lower the inflation. Well, <clears throat> the the way that's helping them, well, it's quote unquote, which is actually not. But under this inflation reduction bill, if you read through the whole entirety of it, you see certain parts of it where a church can apply to get some of the funding. But what they yeah. have to do is that they have to, uh, therefore, change up what their church is and change up the teaching and change up their curriculum. You know, and that's where they allow. Uh, Now, these drag shows, and especially in Wisconsin, you can apply for a certain grant and where your churches can compete different. um, Your other churches can compete in drag shows like at your church or even being sponsored by your church in order to get funding uh, for your your church building. But the question is, why? I mean, there's got to be at some point where the church congregation says enough is enough. You know, you're degrading God. You're committing blasphemy, especially doing it on the altar. And now you see more and more people thinking. Um, you know, I don't know if you also heard, but there's more church shootings going on now. And that yeah, yeah, important.
1: I've heard of that, Sauce. But you're also what you're also doing, Sauce, uh, if I may add. You're you're, you're also confusing uh, people in that aspect too. You know, uh, you're you're bringing them away from the the message of the church uh, yeah. because you know obviously each church has different messaging and different types of. Uh, of of demeanor that comes from it but you're 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 you're, you're putting a a really really big raft of confusion in that uh church uh you're the where where the where the members of that church are now questioning uh the pastors the people that run that church like why are you allowing this type of behavior and you're going to see a lot of people turning away from a lot of churches or a lot of different types of religions you know mainly we're seeing it in uh uh, Christianity churches, right? Christian churches and yep. some, some level of, uh, of Catholic churches, but I mean, more of it, it's it's affecting the Christian church. Well, people are going to walk away from Christianity sauce if, if they're going to allow this, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and see, and now they're distorting it to what they want, you know? Now they're distorting it to, well, this is what we expect the church to do, and like, if you guys don't apply, if you guys don't uh, cooperate with um, what we say, then you guys are going to hypothetically get punished by paying extra taxes and by, you know, um, maybe losing certain programs and stuff. But at the same time, you also have to look at this, though. You know, what do you what is a church, though, as well? Because a lot of people, like, to you, what does a church mean to you? Because I think we should go down to the basics, you know, and see where, you know, w- w- let's start off in the beginning. You know, when you think of church, what does that mean to you, Michael? Uh... It means a place besides wedding and funerals. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) it
1: means, uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, it means, you know, a place of peace, a place of uh, relaxation, a place of, you know, gathering, you know, with family members, neighbors, friends. It's supposed to be a place of, Harmony, right? I mean, uh, when you say this to, us, to somebody, what does a church mean to you? Different people may have different aspects and different types of definitions of that. Mm-hmm. So, my definition of that would be, you know, a place of relaxation, a place of peace, gathering yeah. with friends and family. That's my definition.
0: And and I would go on top of it and add. That a church is meant for gathering places from people all walks of life. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It does not matter if you're a Republican. Well,
1: well, now let's talk about walks of life. When somebody says that, okay, Sauce. Well, you just said that a church means uh, it's supposed to accept people from all walks of life. How come they can't accept the LGBTQ plus community? Well, <laughs> sure. now you're painting the the direction on a different level. You know what I mean?
0: But there's but there's a fine direction though. You can accept it, but then. They expect to change their hearts. You know, when you attend a church, you're supposed to change the course of your life. You know, not like living, not living your, like not living sin. You know, you're supposed to change, Mm. you know, you're supposed to change your life and it's supposed to be in a good way. You know, for but the, but the bigger question then is, is that when you have churches that change and you have churches that are tailoring. Towards this wokeness, you know, you can call this, you know, you start getting a big turnoff, and you start getting like, okay, what's really going on, and why are the churches more focused on money, and therefore, like you said, I think in earlier, uh, earlier th- th- during this episode, where then you, you get people that are just money hungry, you know, like these yeah. mega churches, you know, why do we have such big mega churches? You know, I'm, I'm, to, I'm having a hard time explaining this. Why does Joel Osteen have to bring in? Uh, Forty million dollars a year, and then it's all hmm. non-taxable, and then he still applies for this whatever grant from the election yeah. bill. What is your
1: thought? yeah, yeah? You know that 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 thought was uh, was brought up with uh, Pastor Greg Locke out of uh, Eastern Tennessee and Mount Juliet. Hat tip off to you, sir, uh, for basically spreading the good word there in Tennessee. Uh, you know, Pastor Greg Locke said the same thing. You know, why does churches have to be so huge? Why does churches have to have that Hollywood effect to them? The lighting, the special effects. I mean, I was—I just seen a church the other day, Soss, here in Orlando. It almost looked like I was going to a Broadway play, you know. I mean, or I, I seen a Broadway play, you know, the 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 image of it. I happened to walk across this church as I'm, you know, uh, walking back to the car there in the parking garage. The door was open, and I see these lights, the 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 plasma hundred and twenty screen TVs. You know, I'm like, why do they have to go to that aspect? But then they paint the picture like, please give the money, please give the tithes, and that's all great and dandy. But you know, <laughs> the, the now I understand why they want the money, so to to, to to pay for this Hollywood type of church. You know, like yeah. why do they have to be that fake? You know, churches. You know, <laughs> go back to the early eighteen. 18- 1700s man where churches were no bigger than a, a a taco bell or something
0: you know yeah or like the, you know how Amish like the Amish they have church but their churches are at home like they have yeah. you know and seeing that's seeing this brings up to another topic with you know talking about the church impacting the the drag community and stuff I really think you know what's going on is that I think it's a blasphemy against all the Christian faith um I think it's what I would I think what the federal government is doing is that it's finally getting um it's finally getting this deciphering okay who's christian who's going to stand against it then you're going to get attacked and as people that are going to be like it's your mom and dads you know when we see this in wisconsin where we have you know parents being punished for standing up and saying no you can't be teaching that in our churches you know, mm. and the church ostracized them or removes them. Like, for instance, the Black Lives Matter movement that started up. I was removed because I said, you know, for we're, we're all the same color. Um, we're all, we all have red blood. You know, that's my We have black blood or blue blood or white blood. That's something you might want to talk to a doctor about. You know, and then the sad part is I was, um, I was actually voted not to come back.
1: Why were they doing that?
0: Because of the whole, because they, you know, the whole like George Floyd, and because of the whole Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nonsense. You know, yeah. What is your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Again, I'll repeat it. It's nonsense. It really is. It's 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 rhetoric that the seemed to, that this left agenda in America seems to run on. You know, they want to, they want to run on this because you know, folks, you got to remember, this is not the same Democratic Party, uh, you know, of no. great JFK. You know uh even Jfk uh did w- if he was still alive would not uh support this garbage that's going on in this country would, would not uh, that's probably one of the reasons why they assassinated him sauce because he was literally if if JFK was still alive he would be a uh basically a democratic conservative uh yeah. in his aspect which is very rare in in the party
0: uh, you don't see a lot of that no, because he respected the church, and he respected Martin Luther King Jr., who was a pastor.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah, which, see- which that gets attacked too. I, when I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, which is like literally the birthplace of uh, of Martin Luther King, I mean there's the huge museum there in South Atlanta. They have the uh, the church, uh, Esbenezer uh, Square, uh, which is right across the street from the museum. Uh, you know, people attack that sauce. There's graffiti all over the walls they are constantly uh, power washing the graffiti off because they they're, they're 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 blasting that message. You know, it's it's mainly done by these groups like Antifa and uh, or excuse me, I, I was just told it was pronounced Antifa. That's how you pronounce it. Antifa and, uh, and Black Lives Matter. They Sas, they don't want that original message spread in America. And, you know, and that's now what's going on the church, you know, with the drag. They're bringing drag show sauce into churches. It's disgusting.
0: That is. Like, for instance, uh, in California, only in California, um, they had the first transgender pastor, you know, and he spoke up and he like got all emotional. and, And what do you think? So what do you think about this, though? because that's that church that church service was a little bit interesting because right away you had 10 or 30 people stand up and just walk out and those 10 to 20 30 that group was called up by the pastor for not being accepting and not for being opening and welcoming what do you think what is your thoughts on that cuz i don't know if you heard that in the news i heard it on christian news and 700 club and they made a big you know made a huge deal about that stating that is uh, this lgbtq has gone too far um, and going. Out so the, the
1: so so let me get this straight. The uh, the the LGBT, uh, you know, they they they're getting upset because they're not being accepted in the church. Is that what you're saying?
0: So what happened was a church in um, I think in Southern California. Okay, it was a Methodist church opened and welcomed a first transgender, non-binary, pansexual pastor. Okay. Oh boy. And Yeah, it was it was very it was a super long title and stuff. And then he identified himself as, uh, not, and then he also identified himself as a homosexual, you know, and it was interesting. Uh, I don't know,
1: a homosexual or a hobo? It sounded like he no, said hobo. Uh,
0: no, it was oh. it, no, yes, a homosexual. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, he had, he had so many, like, he had so many sexualities, it was not even funny. But then I caught homosexual. So, what homosexual is, is that yeah. the person that identifies himself as he like likes the person's soul so he identifies that person as a soul but then uh, he can pray upon him so like for instance that pastor was charged and the governor Newsom pardoned him for raping a 13 year old girl because he identifies that's,
1: that's some deep stuff
0: sauce. <laughs> So, hey, you know, hey, this is an exclusive interview. So this I, a, I know. I know.
1: You know. It's some deep stuff. Yeah. That, I mean, some of that stuff that's happening, pansexual, I'm, I'm familiar with that. You know, a know woman that. or a man can, uh, it. I don't know. When they say pansexual, it's like, that's, guys, just label it for what it is. It's, it's, it's a bisexual person because they can swing both ways. You know, they can be attracted to the same sex or they can be attracted to the opposite sex. I don't understand why they
0: have to do pan. It's a pan. Come on. Maybe they cook skillets with rice in it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Everybody has to be uh, – everybody has to feel uh, appreciated, and they have to be known. They have to have their presence and this and that. That's what's going on right now. You know, uh, We just had a discussion the other day, uh, last week actually. I had to remember. Remember. Uh, uh, thank you, Mike. I don't have Mackenzie here to give me notes You know, because it makes sure I'm on the right track. So it's very hard, guys. I, I want to allow your listeners to understand that I am doing – you know, a lot of my prepping on my, on my own right now, because my producer is in Italy right now. But, you know, we just had this discussion last week, uh, with the LGBT plus, uh, the LGB is separating from the TQ sauce. I don't know if you knew that or not, but Yeah, they're so separating yeah. from
0: the alphabet, the rest of the alphabet people. I, call exactly. it, I just call it the way it is. I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, no offense, they're still alphabet people.
1: You know, Sasha, like you, if if you want my opinion on it, the LGB, okay, I, I can care less what the LGB does, but what I am concerned about is this last set of lettering and the alphabet, the TQ, the TQ. Yeah, there you go. The TQ are the ones that are going too far on this stuff. Yep. I, I had to catch myself because you knew where I was going with the wording there. They're getting too far with that stuff, and yes. the LGB are getting fed up, and they're saying that it's gone way too far, way too far.
0: So what happened is so, – so this pastor now, the Methodist made a big, do- big ordeal about it. But then a group of 10 or – a group of 10 and 30 – a group between 10 and 30 people just stood up right when he started speaking and just walked out. And apparently Mm -hmm. they spoke to some of them and they said that, we know we're walking up because this is not what church is meant for. Church is not meant for brainwashing. You know, you can't be doing that because, you know, we understand, but why do you have to make such a big deal about it? And then you're all like gloating about it. So like, and so they had, they had enough with it, you know, because they said that the the politicalization has gone too far inside the church, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what happened is, so, Then the pastor called them out for stating that they were not crushing enough and that they were not over welcoming and stuff and that they were being uh, discriminatory towards him. Kudos to the pastor, Sus. Kudos to the pastor for standing up and saying – No, the pastor was. The pastor was. Uh, the homosexual that was tranny. And oh, oh, he was allowing it. Oh, OK. I, yeah, I take no, that he, comment
1: back, guys. I take it back. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the whole uh, the whole uh, part of your discussion there. So I no, do take good. that back. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then the the 10 to 20, 30 people were the the congregation members and they said that they had enough of it. You know, they said that it's gone way too far and that they blamed actually President Biden for this uh, fiasco. What do you think? Of, what are your thoughts on it? Do you see yeah. 30 people and why? yeah i do
1: stand for them uh first and foremost let's get a little homework on these people are these like you know kind of like die hard uh you know members of the church they've been going there for a long time right
0: so the so the oldest member went there for 40 years and they were and then the group between 10 to 30 people they were both mixed about half of them were democrats and half of them were republicans and they and it was interesting because that they go to church because it's being like, you know, like you said, church, your friends, you're there with your friends, you're there to follow. So you. they've been going
1: there for a long time then. So, okay. I just wanted yeah. to get some homework on, on, on the members of the church that are standing up against this rhetoric. And uh, it's,
0: interesting because it's interesting because the Democrats that spoke out against it said that was Biden's fault. What do you think about that? What's your whole perspective on it?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you do have to blame, you know, uh, Blame it on a political uh, level, because obviously, uh, you know, if nothing is being addressed on the political level, then yes, it needs to be blamed. But what also needs to be blamed is that, uh, you know, just because it's a church, folks, don't expect your views as a transsexual, pansexual, whatever you calling yourself tomorrow, uh, don't expect that your views will be accepted in this church and if it's not expected it and accepted don't get upset because churches have been this way for over 3,000 years folks my math might be off by like a thousand years or something let's just say 2,000 years Church has been like this for 2,000 years sauce they're not going to change like that
0: you know no and it's tradition too. Yeah, it's
1: tradition. Yeah, I mean, you know, I say this on my show all the time. You, I'm, I'm sure you tune in, you know, because you're part of the show. But you know, Joseph and I, we label this all the time. Even you, you know, like uh, Joseph says the same thing. Like, uh, we do believe in traditional values. You know, like a man and a woman, you know, get married, and that's the way of it. You know, sure, sometimes you know there there are things that happen and. You know, people, men, women, uh, you know, find themselves uh, sexually attracted to one another, and they don't get married right out uh, first. They date, and sometimes they, you know, they they have uh, you know their affairs within the uh, relationship. But that's the traditional way, sauce. Uh, what we're seeing now is just, uh, oof, I tell you.
0: <laughs> so, what do you? So, what's your thoughts on that pastor and the pastor calling them out for not being opening and accepting? of, the whatever his alphabet titles were, and now the pastor pretty much bullied the ten to thirty people.
1: I don't. Uh, I, at this point, I think the pastor is like uh, he's 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 put in the corner now from from this new group that's you know invading his church because we are seeing an invasion now in the church from this group. Uh, they're trying to use the church to orchestrate. They're disgusting, uh, language as a group in the church. And when you have a group like this that's very strong, because it is, folks, it's extremely strong in this country. There's a strong presence right now, uh, with the transsexual world here in America. Uh, you know, they're using the church because they see it as a weak point. Yep. and they know a lot of pastors. There are a lot of weak pastors in this world that will not stand up to this strong presence in this in this country, and it's very sad that they have to use churches in order to get their way. Sas.
0: Yeah. The, then this brings on to another another question. Then, so uh, last week Tucker Carlson did a special on drag shows. You know, doing mm. brunch drag shows.
1: I caught that. Yeah.
0: Yes. And they had one, especially uh, they had one at the Madison Luther Church in Madison, Wisconsin, this week, this over weekend. And it brought controversy because they were uh, the youngest girl there was four years old and she was traumatized and she started crying. And then you had the youngest people was a four year old girl and the oldest was a 13 year old. And it was uh, it was Saturday night. It was a Saturday afternoon event with a family friend. And it was like a drag show for you, when you have a four-year-old girl crying and the mother is laughing at a church – I mean it was at a church. It, it was at a – it was an event at a church. What is your thoughts on that? Because now that's being – that actually has been shared around. I don't know if you saw that or not, but it came out yeah, of
1: – Yeah, I see the, the audacity. Let me say it right now from that to use the church as, as, as a stage prop. It's sus, that's sus. That's out of it's control. Disgusting. It's, it's 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 more the disgusting. They're out of control. And then laughing? Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm surprised Tucker Carlson held his composure on that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you saw that. And then I felt bad because that four-year-old girl was crying and she wanted to get out, but her mother wouldn't leave her because she was having a good time. You know, come on. There's got to be some decency with your parents. I mean, with the parents. I mean, what are the parents like? I mean, what do you think? Why would you bring your kid to a drag brunch show on a Saturday afternoon and you bring a four-year-old daughter with you?
1: I mean, well, this goes this goes back to the show that we we had with, uh, you know, with the idiot there, Tommy vacation, you know, with the uh, the Dallas event, you know, like, I mean, you know, if you if you can't understand that there's a problem there, you know, like bringing kids into an environment like that. First of all, folks, the the issue I'm talking about is their parents that are bringing children into nightclubs.
0: Yeah. Gay nightclubs. And, and
1: and they and they think there's nothing wrong with it. You know, we, we we had a discussion with this idiot. I'm not plugging in the whole name. Tommy vacation. Right. Uh, you know, with, with him saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, you think there's something wrong with that? Like, well, why do you think there's something wrong with that? Were they drinking? Oh, so they have to drink for you to understand that there's a problem. You don't understand that these are children at five, six, seven years old that don't know the damn difference between straight or gay. They don't know that at five, six years. Sass, I don't know about you, but I didn't, I didn't know what gay, gayism was or, or transsexualism was
0: at five, six years old. How
1: the hell are you supposed to know what that is?
0: Yeah. You know, well, I mean. Well, the, my very first time of like noting what gay was, was I remember when somebody's like, you know, in the Christmas song, just uh, like gay old time, you know? Yeah. So was like, and, and, like, that's what I'm like, said, you know, and then I went around telling people, I'm like, I heard about that, and somebody's like, that means you're happy. So I went around telling people, I'm like, gay, <laughs> you
1: know. Uh, so I, so I think, Sas, so, so you're far from gay. I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, well, it, because you can't use that terminology anymore. Like, I thought gay was like, because you're happy, but now apparently it means that you love another man. See, and then apparently, I'm like, okay, I am not gay. I promise you, no, I'm happy now. Uh... <laughs> So was, let
1: me let me just say a quick story here. Uh, what so far, I was taught from my mother at a very, very young age about all this. And thank God that I was raised in a very, very, <laughs> let's just say uh, a traditional family. OK, uh, my mother told me uh, when I was like maybe 12 then or 13 years old, I don't care what color woman you decide to date. Uh, practice, you know, let's just say safe sex with or, or, or do anything with. Okay. But don't ever bring back a man into this house. Cause she, she said, I would disown you. I would disown you because that goes against the values that goes against the sin of this world. And yeah. let alone folks, my mother was not religious, but she was very highly spiritual. And she told me, she says, I don't care what color woman you bring home. Just don't bring a man home because that's disgusting. She
0: says, well, don't bring, like, a monstrous whale home either.
1: Well, she don't care about the size of a woman. She just didn't oh. want me to date a man, you know? I mean, she can care less about the size or the color of the woman. She just didn't want me, you know, uh, uh, hooking up with men, you know, because she thought that was disgusting. And it but, is. It's, it's,
0: yeah, I think it's – well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just still baffled. I'm so I'm still trying to get the, the gist of this whole thing. I mean, what – I mean – the fact that's being taught in our Sunday schools, at churches, the fact that's being creeped into our churches and stating that, you know, it's God does accept all them. But why are like, do you put some fault and why do you put fault on the Biden administration? Like those 10 to 30 people, why do those Democrats said that it was Biden's fault that the churches have now welcomed this kind of rhetoric and this kind of wokeness? Well, wow, I mean, it's uh, – these Democrats I, are blaming Biden for it.
1: That's the base, sauce. That's the base that they want to run on, I guess. I mean, <laughs> they're losing hope. I mean, the midterms are like next week.
0: Yeah, we're uh, doing a special episode tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be heated. I'm going to need uh, a uh, – Tequila. Oof, uh, at least.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's next week. Sorry. not. We're doing Sports Tuesday tomorrow. No, sorry. Yeah, the, yeah.
1: Forgot sorry, the sorry. day of the week. It's all right. Sauce is all around.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all I'm all is, over
1: it. Sounds to... travels. You just travel too much. You need a break. <laughs>
0: yeah, I need a girlfriend actually, but
1: no. I thought but... you just. Oh, I thought you were dating one. You said when you well, broke I... up or
0: something. Well, I need. What well, you have to. You get one for like each city you go to, don't you? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> to show you around. <laughs> yeah,
1: you gotta be careful. Uh, Joel Olstein might think that uh, that's bad. <laughs>
0: Okay. No, so let's – sorry for getting off-topic, but – Yeah, yeah. I had to put I, that
1: goof in, guys. You know, I'm just joking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. being goofy awesome. as
0: well. Um, what is So what is your thought? You have the Democrats blaming Biden for this attack on the church. Do you think that's – do you – I mean, to me, I was blown away, you know, that they said that it's Biden's – it's the Biden administration's fault that we're in this predicament for the church. I mean, what do you think? Or do you think that they're just saying that, well, if it was under President Trump, they'll blame President Trump? What, why is it?
1: Yeah. Why, why is it our fault? I, I, I still don't understand why Biden's going this way. Like, why is it our fault? Like, we're not the president, uh, Mr. President Biden. We're not the president. We don't run this country. We don't make policy. We don't make law. We don't make any of that. So how is it our fault? Like, how how are we? Uh, so basically what I'm trying to point out, folks, is basically you have a president right now. That's looking at the American people uh, as a threat. Uh, he labeled this very accurately uh, uh, a couple months ago that uh, we are a threat to democracy, and the MAGA Republicans are the real uh, d- terrorists of this country. We're the real people. We're the people that are creating real problems in this country. Well, I guess you know what's going on, us? We the people. We the people are putting a big effect. On the president of the united states because when you have a president saying that it's our fault of why the churches are the way they are why america is going down the way it's going and this and that well guess what
0: who's winning and who's losing that's my question that's my answer too and who's desperate so i mean this i mean this now this brings on to another uh we're winning
1: sauce i mean you know to, to blame us and then blame the president Apparently, yeah. apparently, the president of the United States is caving in, and we're winning. We, the people, are winning.
0: True, and that and that. What he's trying to do is that. Well, if I if I can attack the church, then the church has got to comply. Then it's got to comply with, it. like for instance, a major church in uh, uh, Joel Olzing endorsed better award You know, for governor.
1: Yeah, I seen that.
0: Uh, what is your thoughts? I mean. Well, we're talking about midterms, and we're talking about the churches. What is your thoughts on churches endorsing Democratic candidates that clearly hate their guts?
1: They're they're endorsing a Democratic candidate? Uh, Well, apparently these churches have decided to go woke. But are they endorsing the candidates for political reasons, or Are they endorsing candidates for – uh, other choices to get more of these woke members into their church. That's my question.
0: That is a question that that is a very good question.
1: Yeah, yeah. This- like, what? Why are they really endorsing them? Obviously, it could work. It work both ways. It can go on a political scale, or it can go on a scale that they need more members in that church because of a funding issue. Because if these churches are more worried about funding. To make their churches look like Hollywood, Aaron? I mean, yeah. that's not a church I would want to go to,
0: Sauce. No, or like a church that now stayed stated. Uh, I was at a, I was at a conference, at a pastoral conference and a couple of weeks ago. You know yeah. what I heard for the first time ever? You're going to like this. I heard that Jesus was communist, and so that's why we need more communism. Communists? Communist. communist How? yes. How? How the, how the hell are these people labeling Jesus as a communist? Like these
1: people weren't around when Jesus walked the earth. How, how no. Communism sauce? I don't even think was a, uh, was a thought or, or, or a terminology 2,000 plus years ago.
0: No, I, no, I think none of – I don't think Jesus knew he was communist. I mean you got to think of that. Why would you say that now? So now what you're stating now is – but see, these are the pastors that are teaching the churches – Stating that we have to be pushing for communism. but
1: Saz, think of the terminology again. Go back two thousand plus years ago. Communism wasn't even born back then. Socialism, fascism, that wasn't born back then. No. The only thing that they had was hatred. Because you know, if you if you said the word, if you said the terminology, communism or socialism or fascism, two thousand years ago, people would look at you with five different heads, and they would and not they would understand. They would well, yeah. They would stone you. They'd probably hang you or something on a tree. Yeah. But I mean, you know, they again, they would look at you with different types of, you know, like like I have mentioned, the word five heads. They would look at you with five different heads, and they would understand what you're referring to. You know, yeah. like uh, the I, teaching I, today is off. It really is.
0: Yeah, and I was like, I was absolutely blown away. I'm like, why would you be telling your church congregation that Jesus is coming us? That is like far from it. So I'm like, you do. I mean, that's just like, it blows my mind. I'm like, you can't be teaching people like that. Because what what do you expect a young little kid that goes to church and he hears that? He's like, oh, mom, it's okay to be communist? Oh, yeah, of course it is. Because our pastor told us it's okay to be communist. So what does yeah. it look like? I mean, you're teaching this next generation. I mean, it's manipulation
1: sauce. It really yeah, is.
0: Absolutely. Like yeah. you just said. I, I mean manipulation
1: yeah if anything Jesus was an educator he wasn't a communist <laughs> he was an educator right. he was educating his people in in Israel of course
0: yeah and he was educating how to live a godly life how to live a life that loves people who are, and how to be um, like transparent and how you sh- if you work you're going to receive something but you also have to work for something you can't rely on Roman Empire that's, to
1: so uh, that's being humble he was trying to teach people to be humble and understanding and accepting Yeah, but now now they're using that like these transgender people are using that against the church. They're using that. They're like, well, if Jesus said that, you know, you should accept everybody, how come you can't accept us? Well, you're, you're going after. Well, now, folks, you're going after traditional values, not not only in America, but you're going after traditional values across the entire planet. Yeah. Not just not the United States. There's other countries in Europe, uh, you know, France. Uh, I know there's a lot of uh, uh, views on this in Italy. I just had a, a, a discussion with uh, Mackenzie here a couple days ago on the phone on on, on this key issue. You know, how is the uh, spiritual aspect in Milan there? And she told me, like, uh, you know, uh, Michael, like, it's just the the. the the dialogue here in Italy it's nowhere near the dialogue you would see in the United States. Uh, she went to church uh, actually this past week on a Wednesday there, and, and none of the stuff that you see in the church here in the United States was shown there in Milan. That's it's a very sm- it was a very small church, sauce. They practiced a lot of traditional. Um, it wasn't Christian folks. You got to remember she's in Italy. So it was, it was being taught on a Catholic uh, aspect. So, you know, there was a lot of traditional Catholic ways, but it wasn't that new Catholic because when, when people hear Catholic, they think of, you know, on a bad scale, sometimes Catholics, they don't practice that tradition, you know, they go off scale a little bit, but it wasn't like that sauce. It was very traditional, very, almost similar to like a, like a, like an old, like, country Baptist church in a way
0: yeah 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 boy where did that go i mean you gotta be looking at italy you gotta be looking at other churches around this world that around the world and you gotta be looking at America, and the church has gotta be laughing at us
1: yeah the whole the whole world is laughing at the united states right now what we're going through i mean you know you got a president that literally doesn't know sunday through monday doesn't understand anything that's going on and you know our congressional leaders allow it they they allow him to keep on Run in the country, continue him to be president, this and that. And uh, I've said it once before, and I'll say it again. You know, no great empire in this world has has survived uh, its own demise, no. its own destruction. Every great empire. Look at the Roman Empire. The Romans destroyed one another to a yep. point where they collapsed as a society. And yep. we're down that path. We're going in that in that same direction. And that's you mentioned Jesus. That's one of the reasons why Jesus uh, was teaching, you know, the people there in Israel about all this. You know, it was almost like a warning of like, if you don't follow the right path of humanity, you know, you will destroy yourself as a man.
0: Yep. And now that, but he paid the price for. He was even killed because people were like, were so. St- stuck in their ways and people killed him.
1: Well they they crucified him more on a jealousy yeah a jealousy side than 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 anything else. They were jealous of him. They were upset at him because they knew what he had to offer his people and the Romans didn't like that.
0: No. And it's and it's sad because Pontius Pilate even had to wash his hand and if you like said that, you know, Pontius Pilate's like, I wash the blood off my hands. You know, metaphorically, yeah. you know, he didn't. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. I mean, it's just.
1: Well, metaphorically, if you want to see exactly where the church is going now versus two thousand years ago, we just mentioned Jesus and the Romans, right? Look at these transgender people right now; they are literally a modern version of the Romans right now. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: They're
1: they're they're blasting the church the same way that the Romans were blasting Jesus and his disciples. They were blasting them because they did not like the views of the church then, as they don't like it now. History has has hasn't been forgotten, folks. You got to remember this. Uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff. The lot, a lot of the stuff that you see now, was two thousand years ago. But the stuff that you see now is more modern. Obviously, you know, with time and all that. Obviously, just if anybody wants to understand how religion was then than it is now look at what you're seeing now and you can paint the picture of what you know had happened back then you yep. know what i mean
0: yep i can agree more now i'm not and now this brings me to another the second part of uh this part, this exclusive uh show okay what is your thoughts on you know, I don't know if you heard, but the you know politicals breaking this news, and so is other uh, news media outlets in England, they def- they threw defecation on a mural of the Last Supper, you know, mm-hmm. and they're throwing, and this and it's being like thrown all across like Europe, and now we see it creeping in, and like for instance, in New York City at St. John's Cathedral in Madison, Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. What is your thoughts on people? doing that kind of stuff not just within the church but attacking the church in that way especially in the the last supper of the painter like defecating on the painter and the author i
1: i seen something yeah i seen something happen and foil out you know with uh people that were um defecating the portrait of uh, van gogh yeah with tomato sauce or something like that is this the same
0: group sauce that we're referring to the the oil movement yeah yes yes that's the same group Yep.
1: that's the same group these they're they're children they're little kids right yeah. i mean
0: but they're grown adults well they're little kids but why do you th-
1: What well, well i mean you gotta adults. you gotta remember sauce so I'm, I'm 40 years old man so if i see oh, a a a 20 year old kid i it's a kid to me you know <laughs> so but what you i think, mean
0: what do you think what's of that?
1: That? what's that
0: what do you think because there's got to be some bigger picture in there like what is their goal like why would you blast like defecate on an artist i've spent years on the last supper and that's now worth like over 800 million dollars and what do you do it's not just the money and value of it but it's just like what you said the traditional value and just that scope of you know having somebody saying this is what could have looked like the last supper this is what could look like jesus in the center and stuff
1: well well sash you gotta you gotta remember these 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 are people That are looking for attention. They're getting their little 10 minute of fame on YouTube and social media. And they want their, they want their attention. They want their presence to be known across the internet world. And half of these, these kids, these college idiots, if I could say it on the show, they're idiots. They're college idiots, Soss. They're uneducated. They're speaking rhetoric that they don't even know what the heck they're speaking about. Uh, they're they're voicing out stuff about the Last Supper. I mean, folks, look at the, look at these children talking about this nonsense. They're children. They're talking about the Last Supper. I, I I guarantee you, guarantee you, if you walked up to those activists, okay, activists that are doing this type of behavior and explain to them, ex- do an experiment. Obviously, you. A lot of us don't have the leisure uh, opportunity to fly across to Europe and, exp- and, and talk to these, these, these children that done this heinous act. But just go to your local area of anywhere you live in the United States, because I guarantee it's happening here the same way that it's happening over there in Europe. Yep. And talk to these activists and ask them a history question. Why do you feel the way you feel about the Last Supper? Okay, you might get a clear – you might get a answer that just doesn't make sense. Normally you get an answer that doesn't make sense from that. Yeah,
0: and then you have – Then go – then
1: then hold on, Saz. Then go go into question them. Question them about a history mark about the Last Supper. I guarantee you, almost 100% guarantee you that they will not understand anything about the Last Supper. If you don't understand about history, how are you protesting about it? How are you voicing your opinion about it? I mean it doesn't make sense. At that point, us are just doing it for attention.
0: you know. And so my question to you then is what does the Last Supper mean to you? What do you know about the Last Supper? Because I think I should ask the same question to you. What does it mean to you?
1: What it means to me is um, I I can give you – Similarity to to it, you know, it, it might be off by a little bit, but I'll give you my personal opinion about it Go for on it. A, on a on a positive scale. Okay, um, the Last Supper was about how Jesus literally um, met with his disciples, and the name the last the the name of the uh, uh, of of this history mark here is the Last Supper. Right, it was literally the Last Supper with Jesus and his, and his disciples, his loyal disciples. And they met in a, um, in an area, I think it was like a undisclosed area, right? So they kind of kept it like undisclosed. Exactly. They had it, they, they kept it undisclosed from the Romans and other people that were literally attacking them every single day, even in their, in their fellow village there in Israel that he met with his disciples to try his last attempt In order to preserve the uh, average world, so to speak, back then, Uh, try to save some of what was going on. There was a lot of blaspheming back then. There was a lot of attacking. There was a lot of uh, sin upon every level back then. And he was trying to get his disciples, because you got to remember, folks, some of his disciples were committing sin too. Yep. Okay. He was trying. Yes, he was trying to uh, educate his own disciples in following the right way of, of a path for humanity without committing sin. And that was his last attempt. And he said, this is going to be our last meeting, our last supper that we have together. And some of you will betray me and some of you will follow me. And we've seen that, Zos. That's my view on it. You know, my view is like he tried. That was his very last attempt, Us and and a lot of people feel that he he failed, but a lot of people think thought that he succeeded because there was a lot of uh, of people that, that 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 cried after his death, and they finally understood what Jesus meant after all that all that time.
0: Yeah, you know. And and how cool? And well, okay. To think, imagine. Well, we're gonna kind of get uh, like. You know, if I were at the Last Supper and Jesus, like, there's going to be one, like, for instance, like Judas or uh, Peter, Peter's like, well, Jesus, I'm not going to, why would I betray you? You know, it's like found in the Bible. If Jesus told me, like, if I were to sin with Jesus and this, and he stated that one of you guys, you some, like you said, some of you guys are going to betray me and some of you guys are going to follow me. I'd be looking at myself, and I'm wondering, oh, oh, Lord, give me the strength not to betray you. And even you, Peter, his best devoted individual, even betrayed him, too, at the three mm. um, once, but three different times. You know, when somebody's like, when the Roman guards ask, do you know who this man is? You know, and Peter was worried because he might have, you know, paid the same punishment as Jesus did. And he's like, no, I do not know this individual. And that crow, uh, and the something happened and like the three strikes are out and even the, like even the some of the Roman citizens like wait you were with that man that got crucified and that's getting crucified and Peter's like no and third time and then you also have you know so I think of that and I'm like man even the most devoted individuals like you said were not with it all and how sad is that you know that they even weren't strong enough to well so,
1: so you, you gotta remember some people are gonna you know they're gonna fall off the uh, you know the wagon, so to speak, a little bit, and you even see that today in today's times where people yeah. fall off the wagon. You know, uh, you know, mentioning, you know, some people are addicts. You know, they're trying to get better. They fall off that wagon and they they fall into the trap. You know, you, you can get into a spiritual aspect of it. You know, they're falling into the 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 trap of the devil, and the devil wants them to do that all that. But you also got to remember too. <laughs> As much as our world will evolve, because it is evolving, right? We're, we're becoming more evolved as huma- humans, and humanity is constantly evolving. Like, you're going to see different types of species of race here in this world that is going to commit to acts of violence and, you know, and sort of this, this rhetoric. But my question is what is driving these people? these transgender, I want to get back to your topic here because this is important here. And and I I want to address this to some of your listeners that tune into your show. Uh, What is driving these type of individuals, these type of people uh, to try to use, we'll use the word invade, right? To invade the church. Why are they choosing the church to speak of their message in the transgender Why are they using the church? There's so many different venues that they can use. They can use stadiums, they can use, you know, uh, street corners, they can use parks, but they're using the church for, uh, for an example. Like, why do you think that is?
0: I think because that's where you have your traditional families at and that's where you have like your mom and dad that like work really hard, your mom and dad, and they bring their kids and they're like, all right, kids, it's time to church. It's like nine o'clock. Let's get in your Sunday dress and get in your Sunday suit and let's all go together as a family. And, you know, I think when they go there and they're just living their life because they work hard and they go there and then what happens? The, the LGBTQ the alphabet people are attacking the service and so now mm-hmm. uh, you have the kids questioning um kids questioning the parents and they're like the parents are like well they're confused and they're like they don't know the answer because they're new to this. So well, they are to-
1: confused, you know, like I would yeah. be confused too if I was sitting in a church and all of a sudden you know, a man that's wearing female clothing comes up and starts, you know, preaching you know, not a, not traditional preaching, because what we're seeing right now, Sas, and, you know, for your listeners that are tuning in, we're seeing a, 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 a different form of preaching on a yep. different level, a, a dangerous form of preaching. We're seeing preaching. exactly manipulation, too. Yep. We're seeing that these these group of people, right? I want to use the term TQ, okay? Because I've said this even on my show. The TQ is doing all this rhetoric not the LGB, but the TQ the TQ are taking it to another level because the gays, lesbians and bisexuals are even speaking out against the transgender and the queer of the of, of this of this group saying Isn't that, that ironic? Yeah, they're saying that it's going too far, way too far
0: and yeah. at, at what point at what at what point do you think, will the church rise up and say okay enough is enough and how they start doing that is they start like bringing it to like their the church elders and the church elders vote them out like vote the new pastor out it,
1: it point, will get to a point sauce it will get to a point but what's gonna happen is you're 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 gonna you're gonna have this group this dangerous group that's using the church right now you're gonna have this group uh literally hijack free speech and hijack uh, freedom to assemble yeah. because yes, folks, yes, even in a church, people do have the right to use those two constitutional amendments called free speech and free to assemble, meaning that they can assemble even in a church. Now, what it's going to do, it's going to cause a lot of division. It's going to cause a lot of you know diversity issues. and We're seeing that right now, diversity getting played out in the church. And we're seeing a lot of uh, dividing. You know, it, it's dividing the church because you're seeing some people speak up against it. And you're seeing some people that are long life members of the church literally jump on that bandwagon,
0: you know? Yeah. And it's it's scary to think about.
1: Um, it's extremely scary. Yeah. I, 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 I if 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 nothing gets done, Sas, you're going to have the church reform uh, within time. Um this was said good either. Yeah, this was said 2000 years ago by historians and scholars that wrote in the Bible. And you know, for some, maybe you might have a couple listeners that are Buddhists and everything that believe in the scrolls and everything. This was even said in the scrolls too, Sas, that you had yeah. historian scholars. Okay, guys, I, I, I do apologize for some of sauces, uh Christian. Uh, listeners, but there are people that do believe in the Buddhist, uh, with the uh, Chinese and with other uh, other areas of the world, that there were national historians that wrote and scholars that this was going to happen in religion, two thousand years later, yep. and we're even seeing in, it right now, Sasa.
0: And even in the Quran, you know, yeah. even in people in the Quran that even the Quran.
1: That's yeah. scary I didn't about. mean so I like, yeah I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring that up but I thought that was very good relevancy to yes. bring into your show because it, it's true actually you know you do have you know scholars uh, even back then even modern scholars today uh, that's seen that you know and you mentioned the Korean too uh, yeah of course absolutely
0: yeah I think that's a very I mean we need to <clears throat> overall uh, we need to kind of look back uh, to ourselves and figure out what we stand for. And we need to stick to it. You know, we need to fight and preserve the traditional values of what going to church looks like and who should be teaching. Not like, uh, And the whole thing is, okay, I don't mind if you're like, I don't mind if you're like a gay or like all that. Just leave it behind. Like, don't force it upon the public. You know, don't force mm-hmm. it. Don't force the congregation to accept you you know just leave it, yeah just leave it behind the curtain you know? well here's here's a
1: question for you Sas. okay and uh, hopefully no one gets upset by me asking this question okay what is your view on the uh, pride flag being flown in churches
0: oh i think that's blasphemy that's not yeah. that, that's absolutely uh, that's absolutely disgusting uh, because I think that's you know, when you have the pride flag, you're pretty much blasphemy and you're pretty much welcoming like what the like what the Methodist pastor said, you know. Yeah. And you're pretty much calling right. out saying, Well, your traditional values don't matter anymore. You know, so well, you I could understand? I could
1: tell you the same thing, Sas. I mean, I know a lot of people that are not religious, they don't go to church and they're not even spiritual. They don't believe in religion, they don't believe in spirituality. They they don't believe they don't believe in that. And I respect that, right? You know, yep. but uh, w- here's the thing they even agree. They even agree, folks. These are people that are not spiritual or religious. And they even agree with me and others that that pride flag being draped down in front of a sacred building known as a church or any yep. type of sacred ground is a form of disrespect. Yeah. It's disrespect to the church, it's disrespect to the people that wake up every morning every Sunday, every Wednesday, or whatever service they th- intend to go to, and they look at that as a form of disrespect and a form of just zero tolerance from that church because it's zero tolerance right now, Sas. The church is not looking at that as a high threat. They're like, oh, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. I, Sas, I said this on your show before. There's churches, like even where I came from, from Atlanta, There's two churches, guys. Go down to Midtown Atlanta for folks that maybe listen to the show in Atlanta or anywhere in Atlanta or anywhere in Georgia, for that matter. Go to a church. I think it's – I forgot the name of the church, but it's right off of Peachtree Street in Atlanta. There is a pride flag being drapered down in front of that church. I just seen a church not too long ago here in Orlando, Florida that has the very same flag. There are more churches joining this. I was like, why are they going this way? Like, what are they really teaching that they're teaching to kids? They're teaching the kids that it's OK to, to, to be gay and, and and it's OK to explore your sexual fantasies because you might feel un. Uh, you might feel that you're not important enough. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very, very, very dangerous line that people are. I mean, it's a very dangerous line that people are going at, and the course of action and the way that they're stepping in. And here, and
1: here's something. Them. Here, yeah, here's something, Sus. Uh, you know, here's something for your listeners. Right? If yep. you want to practice that, go do it in college or something. If you're not highly spiritual or highly religious, go, 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 experiment with your with, with your sexual fantasies then, because I, I think that the college uh, scene is is very appropriate for that then, right? I mean, or but don't home. bring. Don't bring it into church. Don't bring it to people that wake up early in the morning and they practice their beliefs, whether it's on a spiritual or religious scale. Don't bring that into that. Don't manipulate the church. The church is the last, I think, sauce, in, my, in my opinion, and even spirituality – Spirituality and religion is the last hope for humanity. It really is because yep. you need a belief system in this world. If you don't believe in something, whether it's Jesus or you don't believe in gods or you don't believe – you can even believe in, in trees if you want to go to that extreme, thinking that trees are, are, are a great uh, 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 world of uh, uh, meditation because I do. I, 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 I look at meditation at a, at a very high level, and I think it's a tremendous exercise to get your mind straight don't destroy something that literally is the last hope for humanity don't do that
0: and America was founded upon that you know you know America was founded upon where because the whole thing is that the uh, the colonies the, they flee that kind of oppression because they said that you know that was being attacked and now we're seeing the same things so Now, whereas, like you said that we're like America was founded upon the belief system and upon spirituality yeah
1: you can't you can't mention christopher columbus today because they they think he was a uh he was a racist which <laughs> i think is nonsense if you ask me
0: uh you're funny <laughs> so hey no, that's true though. well i want to say michael thank you so much for tuning in do you have any last final thoughts with a special episode we did talked about do you have any final words or something
1: yeah yeah i got some final words here uh again folks uh I I know we're, we're facing some tough, difficult times here in this country and we are, There's no doubt about it, but please guys, whatever your belief is, whether again, it's on a spiritual or religious belief or any type of belief system, don't feel that, you know, there is no hope in the end because there is hope folks. Uh, You know, you have to continue fighting, 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 not on a bad way, but in a good way because we are living in tyrannical times folks literally tyrannical times we 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 are are being pressured against our own beliefs we are being pressured against our own views and thoughts and don't let them win folks don't let them win because there is always tomorrow today might be bad but tomorrow will be awesome and that's yep. that's my final thoughts on it
0: soss awesome. yep and what a great note to end up. Well, guys, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember, God bless you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.